0: Welcome to the Nourished Woman podcast hosted by yours truly, Gabby Worsring, holistic nutritionist and passionate women's health educator. Together on this podcast, we are going to open up the conversation around hormones, holistic healing, relationships, self-development, and everything in between so you can feel empowered, educated, and ready to take your health and life into your own hands. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you had a great long weekend And last bit of summer, I know I took a little bit of a two-week, I think it was two week break. I wasn't planning on doing that, but I had a lot of stuff pop up in my personal life and it was just really chaotic and stressful and I just didn't have the energy to show up. And I never want to record a podcast when I'm not fully inspired and ready to speak about something. So I decided to just take a break and I'll come back when I was able to. And I had the idea to do a QA episode because I've done I think a few of these styles before and I think they go over really well. So I pulled you guys guys on or questioned you guys on Instagram and I got a few great questions so I thought I would answer them. I'm going to start off with the first one and this one is how did you know the right time to come off the pill? So this is a really good question. I feel like it's very personal. Obviously, each person's in their own situation their own timeline everything like that but really it's like when you know deep down that you need to come off of it whether you're experiencing a lot of symptoms or you know you want to get pregnant soon um, and you know that it's kind of hindering you or is the cause of your issues if you know deep down i feel like if you've been off the pill or if you've been thinking about it you kind of know what i'm talking about you just you know that that's the right choice no matter what's kind of going on even though it's really scary or it's like stressful to go off you kind of know that it's the best decision for yourself so I would say that you will know when it's the right time or if you're even questioning it, you probably are ready to go off of it. But another thing that's important to look at that I have talked about on Instagram before is just making sure that it is a good time in terms of your life. So I'd never recommend to clients to go off the pill when they are planning on moving in say a month or two or if they have a lot of travel planned or if they have a lot of stressful work stuff going on or family issues. I always make sure that you have time set aside to support your body so focusing on sleep and having a bit of a more chill relaxed lifestyle you're not go 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 um and you are able to prioritize cooking your food and doing all that kind of stuff because if you're traveling or if you're moving it's a really stressful time like trust me i've moved uh this will be like my third move in the last year and i know it's very stressful i eat i eat out a lot more than i normally do when i'm moving because it just is convenience unfortunately um And yeah, so I think it's really important to just also look at your schedule, look at your calendar and try to make sure you have time to dedicate to yourself. So I hope that answered that. Um, The next question was the connection between your environment. So what you consume, where you live, work, exercise and physical symptoms, migraines, eye circles, weight gain, showing disarray. So yes, there's a huge connection between your environment and physical symptoms that can pop up. I will give an example or like a little story time, I guess, about mold. So I know mold is a big thing a lot of people are talking about in the wellness space because honestly, I think mold is a big root cause for a lot of people's issues. And mold is something I'm really interested in learning more about as well because I think we always imagine mold as like something we would see Really clearly, or kind of know it's there, but there actually can be a lot of mold in your home that you don't see behind the drywall, it can be in dust even. I was learning, I always knew it's good to dust your house often because of allergens and stuff, but mold spores can actually hide in dust and they really like to go into the dust. So, that's a way of also having mold in your home and you don't even realize it. Um, so, anyways. to the whole point of the question Um, there is a huge connection and I actually worked in a clinic that was in a really old building downtown Kitchener and the basement was like old like there was nothing down there it was just kind of like a root cellar type of thing and they actually had had a flood a few years prior and after a while of working there I would say probably over six months I and I was there more often like gradually I started out kind of more part-time and I've started working more Um, I started having vision issues my eyes would get really bloodshot and tired when I was there and I would be generally fatigued as well when I was there and I thought hmm it's just maybe because I'm at work and I'm just and it's draining me. But then I started looking up mold symptoms and I was like, this sounds like all of my symptoms. And then I ended up losing that job because the business went under and it was just like a really sketchy situation Um, but it was really for the best because it was not a healthy work healthy environment for me in terms of the actual like quality of the air and everything that was being exposed in there Um, so yeah it's crazy because I actually firsthand felt that exposure and seeing it you know affect me a lot of people it don't connect those two because we're never told to connect those things or we don't think they would affect us that badly but mold is crazy and I've hearing a lot of stories about people getting mold remediation work in their home um, having to like replace all of their clothes because the mold can be in your clothes and your fabrics furniture it's it's wild so that was just one example I know the mold wasn't the question but there is a huge connection between you know where you live and your environment whether it's a stressful negative environment or whether it's very cluttered because a cluttered space is a cluttered mind so so important to really like look at your space and try to connect it same with things like fragrances. So fragrances in the home can be very toxic and make your air quality a lot worse as well. Um, So I always recommend just going fragrance free. If you want to burn candles, I do like beeswax with like no scent in them. Uh, I have an air filter. So I think there's a really a lot of ways you can make your home better and your environment better. You just have to make the small changes. And doesn't necessarily mean you have to go out and spend $300 on an air filter, but you can remove the things that are contributing. So removing the sprays, the chemical cleaners, the fragrances, the wallflowers, the candles, sprays, all that kind of stuff, just removing those things is going to help. And if you have any scents or things you want to cover up or pets, just put a bowl of baking soda out and i I tell you right now, it absorbs all the scents. It's so awesome. I, I do it underneath my sink for my garbage if it smells or if like any, if the dogs smell like wet dogs, if it's raining, I'll put a little bowl out and it absorbs all the scents. So it's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, I just, I suggest like removing the things that you think may harm you and just seeing how your body reacts and give yourself a chance to, um, you know, give yourself a chance to adapt to it. And make the changes. But anyways, I know I kind of went off on a topic there, but yes, there is a huge connection between environment and your physical symptoms and your health. Um, What is a health affirmation that really resonates with you? I like to say every single morning that I'm healthy, happy, and healing every single day because I always feel like healing journeys, I'm always in the process of healing, whether it's something new pops up or I'm dealing with some stress or right now I'm dealing with some gallbladder and digestive issues. So I like to always repeat that because it just I just feel like I believe it every single day and it's always good to um, it's always good to reinforce these thoughts and, and um, affirmations. So I love saying that one every single morning. I've pretty much been saying that one every single day for a few years now. Um, I'll sometimes change it up a little bit, but that's really the one that I always say. It's really simple and I, I like it. Uh, next question is, where did you move and what is your current living situation? <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people were confused. I had people who were like, where did you move? You just bought a condo. Um, so we bought the condo last July. Yeah. We closed July 31st and we thought we'd be there for a little while, but, um, just a lot of things came up with family. Like my dad's Parkinson's had declined. So my mom, this March was like, you know, I want to sell our house. Would you be open to like moving? We you buy a house together? Something that's big enough for everybody. And we can kind of be there for a long time. And so we were like you know what let's do it. I'm really wanting this urge to like move out to the country and having like a little homestead. So it it really worked out well timing wise but it's been crazy. So the condo we still had renovations to do so we're just wrapping them up right now. The glass shower glass should be installed this week hopefully and then we're just kind of finishing up some stuff and cleaning and staging um, and getting it ready to sell. And yes we moved my parents' um sold their house. They moved out of their house. I think it was end of June we had to get them out. And then we got this new house uh mid-July, end of July. I don't even know. It's all a blur. Honestly, this whole year has been a blur just because we've had so much stuff go on. Um so <laughs> that is currently what's happening. But I've mostly been living at our new house. Um and it is back in the Kingston area where all of our family is from, where my parents met, where you know everyone is. So we never thought we would move back this way but it just kind of happened. I mean when I was younger I used to say I'd always move back to this area but then I kind of grew up and was like no I don't want to move there but it just worked out. The housing was a little bit cheaper but it was still crazy because it's crazy everywhere um, but way more affordable than Collingwood area which was sad because we do love Collingwood but it was just It's getting really crazy there with with real estate and a lot of people from Toronto. No shame to the people from Toronto, but it was just getting crazy and the growth was nuts there. Um, There's actually a water supply issue, so a lot of developments have had to stop. Um, But long story short, I am living at the new house primarily um, with my parents and our dogs and my boyfriend arthur is living at the condo still he's working in collingwood again so he'll just work there until we move um because we just still don't know when the close date will be and then hopefully he'll transfer to here until he figures out what he wants to do with his career and yeah so i'm kind of going back and forth i've been going back just to like do some work finish things up um clean organize pack stuff and then i'll come back here for a little while so i was here for two weeks then i was there for like three, four days. Now I'm back here again. I'm going to go back again next week. So it's been kind of back and forth, back and forth. Um, but hopefully before the winter, everything will be settled and sold and we'll all be here. Um, next question is what are your five-year goals? What does life look like in five years? Honestly, I don't know. And I don't want to, like be specific about what's going to happen because I never know that's like the biggest thing I've learned is to not plan for anything because everything is changing so fast and can just things that you don't even expect to happen can happen good or bad so yeah I expect us to still be here I really would love if we could buy a family cottage just north of where we're living that would be really awesome on some water um have my chickens of course maybe expand my chickens have a really awesome garden I hope that we start to have fruit um in five years because we really want to plant trees next year so I think it takes about five years for a lot of the trees uh fruit trees to actually have fruit so hopefully by then we have like a good substantial garden and we're pretty self-sustainable maybe have some goats um definitely probably have our first child i feel like there's a lot that could happen in five years so i have no idea but i'm excited for it and open to anything that happens um and then last one a little controversial um which i mean it shouldn't be controversial but what are your thoughts on the vaccine mandates i know a lot of people have been having a lot of messages um in the dms about this because i mean we all don't want to talk about it because it's controversial but It's happening. It's affecting our day-to-day lives. It's affecting jobs, careers, livelihoods. Like it's just affecting everything. So I personally do not support the vaccine mandates. I don't think anything should ever be mandated. I think when things start to get mandated, there's a lot of control from the government. And as much as people want to say that this isn't about control or that, you know, it's not about our freedoms, but it is. I mean, if you look back since 2020 it was all about our freedoms like we had businesses that weren't even allowed to be open so parents couldn't be running their own businesses or having them open but their kids could go to school nothing ever made any sense and it was all about control and there was nothing about health I mean to this day they haven't even taught people how to take care of themselves or put funding towards getting you know good quality foods for people and children uh, mental health support you know all of that so I don't agree with them. I think it's a very slippery slope and I think that people who support them just don't fully understand or grasp. I think that I see where they're coming from because they think that it's a way out of the pandemic and that that's how we're gonna get out but I do not believe it is because it just doesn't make any sense. Um, it is all about control, division, segregation and it's really not good. So I, if you're on support of vaccine mandates, obviously to each their own um but just maybe take a step back do some research research actually look at what that would look like there would be a two-tier society and you know it's gonna affect a lot of your loved ones as well i know a lot of nurses and health practitioners um even arthur who got letters from their work who said that they have to have the vaccine by x date or else they will lose their job which i think is all fear tactics but literally people are losing their livelihoods there's some nurses i'm in a facebook group um and they've been working for 20 almost 30 years some of them and they will be out of jobs or they're being threatened to be out of their jobs when those were the frontline workers who were sacrificing their lives working themselves to the bone during this whole pandemic so what happened to us like praising them and supporting them and loving them and then all of a sudden now they're pushing them out of their work after all of that that they did for us so i just don't i don't agree with any of it i think that everyone should have a choice for their body i've always always preach this whether it was birth control or whatever kind of health care you wanted um i've always preached your body your choice and i feel like all the people that are preaching your body your choice in terms of abortion and all that who are also saying that vaccine should be mandated i really think it's hypocritical um and i don't agree with it so Anyways, that was just my thoughts. I don't want to get too controversial on it, but I I feel like it's totally fine to share your opinion about things. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion and they're entitled to their own choices of what they put in their body. So yes, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I wanted to keep it short and sweet. Some of the questions that I got were kind of similar, so that's why I just picked some big ones um, that kind of were overarching and were similar um anyways i hope you guys have a great rest of your day morning afternoon, evening when you are listening to this if you have any questions or if you have any topics suggestions or requests please send me a dm on instagram i will have all of my links down below if you really enjoyed this episode please leave a rating and review on apple podcast i really appreciate it and we will see you next week for a new episode